Hello and welcome to the Mixed Era Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B. Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom-bap to trap. We are a group of hip-hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip-hop. My co-hosts for this evening are Kev, Terrell, and Malcolm. Our topics for this evening will be what's hot on the charts, and we're going to do a review of an artist, Oswin Benjamin, and we're also going to talk about our wish list for 2021 in hip-hop. All right, so let's jump right into it. So, uh, Terrell, what do you think's hot on the charts right now? Well, I feel like what's hot on the charts right now is two songs to me. One song named Whoopty by CJ and the other song Bust It by Erica, I think her name is Erica Binks, that been going like wildfire on TikTok and everybody's doing her challenge. And I, I'm just like, these two songs just came off the back in 2021 with a bang and it's just they can't be stopped right now. All right, cool. I appreciate that. I've heard one of those, the Erica Bing thing. I think she's really taken over on the hot thing on uh, TikTok. So uh, let's move on to my main man, Kev. Kev, what do you think what's hot? that's hot on the charts right now? I think it's just so much. I mean, even though we, you know, we're still fresh in the new year, it was it was hard for me to pick something. I don't know. Like I, I I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm sitting here like I'm trying to really figure it out. I am shocked by some stuff like Pop Smoke is still like trending big for me. I mean, this Body Song by Megan Thee Stallion. I think that's like the hottest thing. I'm still trying to figure it out, but that's the one I think that and the, and the, uh and the one Terrell just said the um Bust It one. I mean, you know, everybody's doing the videos, so one of those two. All right, I feel you. I appreciate that. Um, definitely, uh, the busted song is is just is off the chain crazy, and uh, Megan Stallion is doing her thing. Uh, those are definitely hot on the chart. I'm gonna jump in here, and I'm gonna say who I'm thinking is hot on the chart right now is Eric the Architect, and he's got this uh, EP uh, "Die for You." And one of the you know one of the songs I love on there is the title song "Die for You," as well as "I Can't Lose." Young man is hot. He's doing his thing. He just hit the charts uh, last week, and I think he's going to climb. I don't know if he'll make it to number one in this day and age. Uh, definitely a solid lyricist with a real bright future. All right. Um, let's jump into Malcolm. What do you, Who do you think is hot on the charts right now? I had one song that I was listening to by Russ called Ugly. All right. Yeah, Russ is a, a mainstay on the uh, top 40 list. Um, definitely um, solid artist, you know. Um I really appreciate everybody with those their opinions on what's hot on their charts right now. So we're going to move into artist review. And we uh, chose Oswin Benjamin and his album Joy Comes in the Morning. So, uh, Malcolm, what were your opinions of Oswin Benjamin's album? I I enjoyed it. The best song on the album for me was the BJW song, which was the... The only starred song on the iTunes or the Apple Apple Music, uh, his album. They put stars next to the the best songs on the album that people think, and um, that was the song that I liked the most. Overall, it was a good album. It would be like for me, it would be like one song I liked, I would hear I liked, and then it would be the next song I was like okay, and then I would hear another song that I liked. So it was nothing that would turn me off fully. It was interesting, but um, overall I enjoyed the album. He could be up and coming for um, he could be in another conversation in regards to up and coming. I don't know if he's really established. I haven't really heard of him before before I actually listened to him today, or not today, but listening to him for this um for what's going on today. But um, he can most definitely be an up and coming. Uh, artist when we talk about 2021 so great art uh, it was a good album 
All right. I appreciate that. So uh, we're going to move on to my main man, Terrell. Terrell, what were your thoughts on Joy Comes in the Morning? I enjoyed it. It was it was like a new fresh of music. And like I listened to the, his whole album and the same song that Malcolm just said, that was like by far my favorite one. And it's like he comes with he comes with direct as how he's rapped. He's not shooting cold or nothing. He just coming straight forward and telling his side his story of being a rapper, and I like it. And also the other song called Pandemic, I love that one too because he can't, that came from the heart. So he's like an upcoming person that we need to watch for, and we hope that he do strive to become better. And I hopefully. He do become in this year XXL freshman because he will be a he will be a good adding list on that on that list. So he's he's somebody to be watched. All right, appreciate that. So I'm gonna jump in here with my two cents. I believe that uh, Joy coming in the morning is a, a excellent effort. The young man has uh, done some EPs and the EPs. I went and I listened to those and those were very very good. It's something about the West Coast. They really holding it down for us right now. The, the, the cut that they're talking about, BJW is definitely hot. But if you ask me, I think 7 on 7 is one of his most telling and in-depth stories on the album. Impressive. Uh, as well as, you know, the BJW, I thought was, you know, it's a nice school tale. It's a nice chill piece. Uh, Pandemic, it was probably his most commercial song on the album. You know, the one that was made for the charts. Uh, then he did one, uh, Cabernet. It's a very chill love song that was pretty cool, you know, moving different. It's a high level track song, trap song, really took trap to another level and uh, quite interesting. You know, um, then I'm, I, I like that Air Murph as well, which was an old school tribute, you know, <laughs> great flow on it. Talking to God. Now, that was kind of crazy to me. Uh, it was kind of almost an immature interpretation of uh, death and relationships, if you ask me. You Were You was a cool convo, you know, really solid. The Rear View, very danceable track effort. You know, it was good effort. The young man's highly lyrical. Uh, Back in Blue, the feature on it by uh, Tammy Stevens, awesome. She did great. It was a clear interpretation of racism in America today. You know, uh, I was hoping that our younger uh, panelists or hosts would have uh, picked that one up as, as one of their uh, favorites, but they didn't. It's no big deal. And then um, Turbulence, that track, he flowed. If you ask me, maybe the production wasn't the greatest on Turbulence, but his flow on Turbulence was probably his best flow. You know, and that's my opinion on Oswin Benjamin's Joy Comes in the Morning. So we're going to move on to my anchor man. Kev, what did you think about Joy Comes in the Morning? I really enjoyed it. It was, I was shocked by just the whole thing. You know, it was just a random selection for me, you know, Friday morning looking for something new and I found this. And for me, I just went from one all the way to the end, no skips on the first lesson. And you know, the other couple of times I listened to it, I mean, it was just like the same feeling. Like you said, it's, it's a very enjoyable album. I mean, this kid, he, you know, he's still, you know, he's still kind of fresh and kind of new and it kind of, you know, it's, it's something different from the norm or, you know, the mainstream stuff that they kind of push out there. So it's it's easy for him to find a niche where he can stand out, even though he might not have the publicity behind him or the machine or whatever. I don't have a favorite track at the moment because I enjoy it just so much. And, you know, 
I hate to use the word classic because it's been thrown around so much and misused. But I mean, yes, we're still in, you know, we're still early part of the year, but I can, I mean, this is a strong candidate for album of the year for me. Like, I hope I don't forget about it come the summertime. You know, I think I'm about to take some notes and remind myself, you know, at the end of the year that, you know, this was one of those albums that was just, just great. I mean, if, if this is how we're going to start the year, it, it can't, you know, we got to have hope it's going to keep going up. So that's my opinion. I, re I really enjoy it. And I hope we get to hear more from him. And he keeps on this pace that he did with this album here. Yeah, definitely. The future is bright. Yeah, definitely. The future is bright. This young man uh, in the West, Ho West Coast in general, they holding it down, you know, between Mozzie, D Smoke, Duckworth, and now Oswin ben Benjamin, they doing it down. And, you know, hopefully we'll get into this as we move into our 2021 wish list, which is next, our next topic. Here we're going to go into speaking about what we wish happens in 2021 and what we hope doesn't happen in 2021. And I'm going to start it off with, I'm really hoping that Drake with Certified Lover Boy comes with just heavy rap you know, and gets away from a little bit of that singing that he was doing in uh, 2020 and 2019. Definitely hoping that J. Cole uh, with the fall off answers all these haters that don't appreciate his skill level. Um, I'm also hoping that Meeks Mills drops something and hopefully he won't yell throughout the whole album now that he's become more mature. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, Kendrick Lamar drops something, <laughs> anything. Just want Kendrick Lamar back in the scene. Um, there were rumblings that um, Childish Gambino may come back. Uh, just checking on his um, Instagram, and he's kind of been uh, leading us to think that he may put out another uh, album under the Childish Gambino um, moniker, because uh, he had said he had retired that uh, moniker. But we'll see. I just hope that if he does put out something, he really stretches the limit and tries to bring rap to another level. My girl, Tierra Wack. I hope she drops something in 2021. I want her to just come super strong and just knock all of this hustle hustle chicks out of the way and show, you know, that uh, there's there's skillful female rappers out there. And hopefully if her album comes out strong the way I think it is, she'll bring no name back out and then it's going to be a crazy year. 2021 could end up being super crazy for the females if Tierra Wack comes out this year and no name drops something, that could be amazing. Uh, also looking forward to hearing something from Vince Staples would really like to hear something from him. I want to see him show some growth, you know, that would be extremely important for him. And, uh, wouldn't mind hearing something from the CB, the CDE people, you know, Ab Soul wouldn't mind seeing him drop something. And then, um, you know, Chance the Rapper's crew could lo would love to hear something from them. No name definitely got to add her in. She just, I just want her to drop something that I know. If she does what she's supposed to do, it could end up being a Grammy nomination type effort. You know, she has that abilities. Uh, as far as my not want list, I would prefer not to hear Lil Wayne continue his path from the past and try to grow, being that he's a father, soon to be grandfather, and that he shows some type of growth from that. And um, Nicki Minaj comes back now that she's a mother, she'll show some growth. So those, that's my wish list for 2021. Uh, we're going to move into um, Terrell. Terrell, what is your wish list for 2021? My wish list for 2021, as you said about the Drake situation, I hope that album do come come out of. I don't want him to do that singing no more. 
or him trying to fit in in a different type of culture. He had a good run doing that, but now it's like you're getting older. It's time to pack that up. I'm also hoping as well, Kendra Lamar, come out with an album because it's been a long time overdue for him to come out with another album. I'm pushing for, and I'm starting to love her, Flo Millie. I'm pushing for her to come out strong this year. As in Mulatto, I'm hoping for her to push in her out as more. With the Childish Gambino, I love Childish Gambino. I love his how he's a, he's just a triple threat, as everybody said. He's just a triple threat. And I feel like he's in between of making music, trying to make music again, and directing as well. But I hope he make he comes out with another album. I'm I was hearing that Tyla and ASAP, Rocky and Ferb was doing a collabo. I hope that do push off. Cause I think that will be like a a crazy type of collaboration with those three guys. And as well, I'm just I want City Girls and Meg Stallion to go out their way to do something fresh and new and not keep that same movement they had going on for the last two years. I want them to step their game up. Not saying like, yeah, what they're doing right now is making them money, yes, but it's time for them to go. And my not so I don't want happen. I don't want being the butcher to make no more music this year. Take the year off. Find yourself. <laughs> Find yourself. Come back 2022. Also, I need a legendary collaboration this year. Some I need somebody from I need I just need a legendary collaboration. That's I don't care who. What do you mean? Other Jay. than the J Electronica Jay Z collaboration we just got a few months ago? <laughs> yeah, something better than that. I wish my big wish if Jay and Kanye put their separation to the side and give us the album that we were supposed to get five years ago, Watch the Throne 2. If y'all hear me in this podcast or if it's share anyway, please, Jay-Z, Kanye, put your separation to the side and please give the audience what they've been wanting for the last five years. We want Watch the Throne 2. And that's my list right there for 2021. All right. Appreciate that, Terrell. Uh, moving on to uh, my man, Malcolm. Malcolm, what is your wish list for 2021? We're going to start off with not who's not who I, I don't really expect Big Sean to do big things this year. You know, Big Sean, I, I, I would be happy not to hear anything from him, you know, um, because he doesn't really put out the best pieces. I feel like he could put out um, not looking forward to hearing anything from the Migo. Mm, I could hear less of the Migos this year. No, no French Montana. Um, I think we can all agree with that. You know, the Migos have an album slated for March. Well, that'll be quite unfortunate for Malcolm. Moving <laughs> on to what I would like to hear. I would love to hear some improvement with storytelling or substance-wise from uh, Gunna. Um, that is one of my favorite artists, as you all have heard on many, many episodes. I would love to hear some more, 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 more substance from him. I feel like, yeah, he could do big things. Also... I feel like a big year for Lil Durk. After that uh, collaboration with Gun uh, Drake, um, he did a stellar job. Um, great, great feature on that song. I feel like he could most definitely 
come out with a very, very, very memorable project that could put him up there with the big names. He's already up there, but actually, like, cement him up there when we talk about figures in a rap game. Other than that, did I mention everyone? I would love to hear some more play with Cardi, of course. Or a little Uzi, of course. I could always say my favorites, but um, I would like to hear You Gotta Wake Up J. Cole. Um, I understand he is he is taking care of his daughter, I believe. Love, love to hear something from him. I would love to hear something. I, but, I mean, you guys love Kendrick. I really don't love Kendrick. I'm over Kendrick. He hasn't been. He changed up his, I feel like he changed his flow and his sound. So we can we can debate about that another time, but I feel like uh, we can I, I'm, I'm you can you can say Kendrick, but I won't say Kendrick. Um, Meek Mill, I felt I also wrote something down about Meek Mill. I felt like Meek Mill could take a step back, relax, be on some executive stuff, get some more artists. This year, instead of coming out with a project, due to him needing to, um, I feel like I feel like a lot of young there's been a, a influx of young artists. And there are more, more 2021 artists coming out. I was going to mention, I didn't know we weren't going to um, talk about the uh, any young artists that we thought that were were up and coming for 2021. But Pop, Hunna, and Murray, you also do some research. I feel like, like there's just so many new, there's so many different artists that are coming out that I feel like those guys, if they don't really have a project in the boiling and the crock pot ready to go, then they don't really need to come out with something. Same, same way, same with Young Thug. You know, we could, we could always get a little less Young Thug. I feel like we well, you know, Young Thug has an album out right now with um. See, every with, artist I say, I'm just saying he has an artist, he has an album, a collab album out right now. I heard about it. I saw it. Yeah. Okay, that's all. And and again, the list is about your wish list. I know, I know, I know. So if yeah. if, if if I didn't mention some young people. That's because I'm wishing that the old people would come out. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Terrell mentioned a couple of younger names. You know, he didn't mention all old heads. You know, Tyler is still uh, a young a young soul in the game, you know? I would love to hear something from ASAP. No, not ASAP. Uh, what's he called it? What's his name? Oh, I need some improvements from Travis, Travis Scott. He has to do better. I feel like he doesn't even sound like a rapper. He sounds like a pop star. He he's not coming out of that out of that. What do you mean he's not gonna come gone. out of that? He's he's, he's literally not. like you can't even hear his voice. When you talk about overdoing it with auto tune, like it's kinda crazy. I mean it sounds like if that's the vibe at that moment, that's great. But like is he a rapper or is he like a pop star or something like cause he's extremely no, no. famous. I just don't feel like he's a rapper. Astro World made he, him a pop star. That's what he yeah, is. Yeah, he's a Astro World has star, been but... what he's been leaning on for the longest now and that's what's been putting him out with the marketing mark the label and marketing teams are pushing him like crazy you saw the mcdonald's that made a whole bunch of money for them he's yes. making a whole bunch of money for them for astro world that's been done he has shoes he has apparel going crazy yep any apparel that travis scott's names on it, it it's going so yes. I mean, he's making them a lot of money. Yes. I'm just saying, if you're gonna do that, what what pick a side? Once you go down that that rabbit hole of being a pop star, there's no coming back. Name one artist in your time of of following music that became a pop star and was able to go back and make substance. Drake, Drake doesn't make substance music. He makes Drake. pop music. 
He's there's no made. there's no He's pop made. artist in rap that He's ever made. came back and made He's well made Jay-Z as far as Kevin and I is concerned has he's making substance music but he was a pop star you know but that outside of him no one's been able to come back from being it once you Drake once you put make out it there singing albums and then he put out rap albums singing yes album rap pop rap pop albums not rap albums that we would give any substance to uh uh I don't know about that <laughs> I know a lot of people that would say some of Drake's rap albums were some of the top twenty best albums of. I mean, they get. So I, I feel like people were really talk. Drake has been around best as a, but you're saying best as opposed to. I know some people that would say Drake content, is up there, but the content of what he's saying, I think that's what I think that's the point he's trying to make. Okay, okay, hold on, guys. Is this a stretch to say? Well, where would you put? What would you put Heavy D Heavy back in D? the day? So, what would you put him on the top 20 best rappers out of that era? He, does, you put him he, in doesn't, he doesn't make the top 20. He, and he was top not 50? a pop artist. Top 50? He definitely makes top 50. Uh, Heavy wasn't pop. He was everywhere. He was on everybody's feature. He was on Mary's feature, her yes. album. And those were all R&B albums. They weren't well, pop I'm just albums. saying, like, you know what? Mary, was, Mary what was only on the do. pop charts. Every so you know? often, she barely made it onto the pop charts. Janet Jackson is a pop artist. Yeah, yeah. Mariah Carey's a pop Mariah artist. Carey. Whitney Houston is a pop artist. Mary J is the queen of hip hop, soul, and R and B. So, I mean, but heavy D's okay. Heavy D's well, heavy is beats, unfair. Would it be top fifty? Comparison to make why? I know we're that's a far far. He's nowhere near heavy D's skill, talent. What, nowhere what near. But I'm just saying, it's, it's, like in ratings, it's different wise. because Heavy D was a very he was a radio star, right? And he put on a good performance, right? Yes. But but the the difference is that in the it in Heavy D's era, the game was different. It's a lot different. Heavy Heavy was going up against LL, Public Enemy, uh, the Beastie Boys was still out, Big Daddy Kane, Keras One. So you're talking. Heavy D, you're trying, you're asking us, was Heavy D top ten? But look at the ten that was the top ten that was out in his time period. You okay, can't compare. It. It's, it's a big difference. It's a big difference. Yeah, if you're looking at who Drake has to compete with, it's almost n- not even fair because outside of um, outside of the gentleman we're talking about right now from Astro World, that's it. There's no other competition for him. Big Sean's no competition. Who else? Lil Uzi Vert's no competition in the pop world. You know, you can throw in um, Post Malone. Lil Uzi, uh, he's up there. Not in you the forget, pop world. Who was, who, was, who was there before? Travis who, Scott. Who was there before Travis? Travis Scott. Lil Uzi. No, Terrell, he come wasn't. on, tell me. Terrell. Lil Uzi, Lil Uzi Vert was going crazy was with rap. XO, the yeah. XO rap. Tour. Rap. Terrell, yeah, tell him was. the XO he Tour was. was going crazy. Yeah. A man was. almost, there were people passing out. Yeah, I know. At, I know at the Astro World concert, he got sued because one of the guys. So you all don't look at the charts, then y'all don't yes, look at the top one hundred charts. charts. XO Tour was on every pop list. Yeah, what are you talking about it during was. that time? Look at that album. A lot of those songs off that album, including XO Tour, which was the main song. Okay, then what's the next tour album? About what's it? the next album that was on pop? That was pop for him. What do you mean the next song? Because if we'll you talk about Drake, if you're saying that Drake is not pop, because they did a tour, every album that. that Drake has done over the last eight years has been on the pop charts. Every album, not one, every so, album. Let me explain. 
Lil Uzi just came out with two albums recently. Yes, the album with Future stars. did not make the pop I, charts. Not, not high not on the talk. pop charts. You're it was like listening. in the, in You're the 40s. Listening. I'm talking about Lil Uzi on his own. He put out two albums back to back 2020. 2020. Year, yeah, 2020. No, I'm sorry. Excuse me. It might be 2020 or 2019. Regardless, he came out with two albums back to back. Before those two albums came out, he had not come out with an album for almost two years, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Terrell. You'll have to do the due diligence or the fact-checking. People were, about two, everybody about on... two years. Okay. Everybody on social media, you can go on Twitter, go on Facebook, and look up receipts of people, comments. Everybody was waiting on him to release an album. When he came out with two, everybody went crazy. But before that, he had the, the what we're talking about now, in regards to the pop that got on the pop um pop charts was the EXO tour that he went on. So anyways, I mean, we'll leave it alone. Saying, but I'm just that, saying he's up there though. But in Drake's, future, Drake's I feel like future is not no uh, no maybe Drake not. Drake only has two people you can really say is competition with him and that's future and Travis Scott. There is no more competition for Drake. Meek Mill? Wait, I forgot and I forgot one person. One was other Meek person Mill? not to sleep on when he come out of jail. Who? Bobby gonna be Bobby no. No, he has no. You don't think so? He doesn't even have an album. Stop. Who, he has no who, album. He's no competition he for Drake. Stop. He couldn't make his album. He had with the Joe. Okay, and that's that. Like Drake has so many. Drake has history, man. Come on, he's been. And, in the game. and that was my argument: is that you're sitting here naming artists that don't even have multiple records in the pop charts. I'm saying that there's no competition outside of Travis Scott, Drake, Post Malone. In the rap world, as far as on the top 40 pop charts, that's it. There's not a lot of other people. Consistently, every one of their albums is on the top 40. I'm just saying, what's the name? Uh, Future is not on, has not been on pop like that. And again, that's what I'm saying. Future has had pop hits. If we're talking about rap. But as far as consistent pop albums, no, Future's not had consistent pop albums. We're talking about rap. I'm just saying, he's. If we're talking about rap, we're not talking about rap. Oh, okay. You said nah, top Kevin forty. Mentioned, Kevin mentioned Future. Did you not? He, yes, uh, and Future's had. He has not been on. He's the had top forty stage. hits, but he's not had consistent top forty albums. Drake has had consistent top forty albums. Little Uzi Vert may have had what some hits on there. The top, what album was? What whole album was on his whole entire album? Which one? What Drake album was in the top? 40 pop charts it's never been no album drake always has some interlude mess that's not even a song so we can't consider that the whole album on the i'm sorry well we're gonna do the technicals but so you need that's what i'm gonna say because you need to get but i'm billboard. telling you, you need i to know read, drake's music but and read I know billboard that all his albums are not full-on 100 percent song i don't understand when, when when you're saying that it doesn't make a lot of sense in regards to when he drops an album that has songs on it, multiple songs on it, right? That make the pop charts. The album itself makes the pop one hundred oh, charts. Okay. okay, I didn't know. I didn't know. All right, move, we can move on. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate your effort there, and your wish list is your wish list, and I appreciated it because these are artists we do need to hear from. So now we're gonna slide right in into my main man, my anchor man, Kev. What is your wish list for twenty twenty one? More creative, more creativity. You know, I, I feel like 2020 was so good that you should, you know, pick up the effort 
from 2020 and you can carry it on to this year and kind of build on that momentum j cole i i know sometimes i've been critical of j cole but i feel like the game needs j cole to come back and, and release something i want more consciousness i feel like there's so much going on in the world that delivering a message through music is is it can be very powerful and and i feel like the, the men and the women can make an effort and have actually have something to say i'm waiting on flo Melly. um like i said i'm a big fan of hers and and i can't wait to hear what she is going to to release this year kanye as crazy as it may sound um <laughs> you know you, ne you never know what you give a kanye sometimes he, he could be hit or miss but i think that what he has going on in his life i think it will come out in his music and i think it'll be just just powerful um some of his best body of work i think he could put out based on everything that's going on lloyd banks um i know my boy terrell over there he ain't listened to us yet but if you go listen to uh griselda's conflicted soundtrack lloyd banks got a song on there is the best song on the whole soundtrack it, it's you know it's that old it's that you know early 2000s lloyd banks and he still has it so i don't know what his situation is with 50 cent but if he's still signed under 50 50 need to let him go or get him in the studio this man needs to come back i mean he still has it and i mean he will put his foot on a lot of people's necks if you know if he did a whole album or something i want to see Pusha t yeah I, I i've i've been somewhat critical of him but you know i i, I enjoy his stuff and 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 I, and I you know i think we need that little little bit of different variety now pusha t is slated for a um an album in late spring yeah but we, you don't want to know until you see it because look at drake drake didn't push this album back what four times yeah you're right come out, we don't know more unity um i know like a lot of the younger artists are doing songs together and, and a few have done albums together Let's keep it going. You know what I mean? Those collaboration projects that they have done have garnered um, some sort of success. It has gotten a lot of good reviews. Let's keep it going. Hopefully, you know, this unity movement can lead to a new age self-destruction. I think that for the under the 30, you know, under the age of 30 years old, I think they need a new self-destruction song. I mean, if it's a trap beat, if it's a West Coast beat, whatever kind of beat, I don't care. Long as you can, if you can get, you know, six, seven, eight, you know, it does. It doesn't even matter to me what kind of music they normally do. But if they can come together and kind of do like a self-destruction type song in 2021, I would be a fan for if I like it or not because I would be so proud just to see them um, make this effort to do this because we haven't had what self-destruction came out what late late 80s early 90s early 90s i mean it's been so long you know what i'm saying we haven't had that and i think that's what the game needs things i don't want i don't want more of the same i'm just tired of this auto-tune stuff like everybody wants to get in the auto-tune they change their voice and they want to sing and the flow's the same and the content of what they're saying is like so similar you know i'm it could be my age but i'm just like i need you know do a little something more i would like to hear I would like for like some of the younger artists to kind of tell us about the good things they're doing in their life through their music. You know, we see little baby, uh, he go out there, he'll give kids money or he'll he'll donate to this charity. Um, it's another younger rapper. He bought a he bought his old elementary school and he's converted into a rec center. Put that in your music because everybody's not gonna look at the 
the gossip blogs or the entertainment websites. You know what I'm saying? Like pe people actually miss out on that stuff. You know, it's, it's nothing wrong with putting it in your music because they, you know they definitely gonna listen to your music if they don't do nothing else. I want you know Cardi B. She, I want Cardi B to change up what she's doing. You can't put out you know WAP one week and then the next week you're interviewing Joe Biden or you're interviewing Bernie Sanders. That 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 just doesn't gel to me. It's like. You know, like the other, like, what was it, like a couple weeks ago, she in there on, on live and she's playing her song and she see her daughter and she she stopped cussing and she cut the song off. If you can't play your music for your child, I, I, me as a parent, that, that ain't right. I, if, if, you know, I don't want my kid not to be able to listen to my stuff if I'm a, if I'm a musician or artist. It just doesn't add up to me. Um, the same for Megan Stallion. I think, you know, she's at a point in her life where you can't do an interview and say how mature you are and all this, but everything we hear out your mouth is booty shaking and get that money. It's like, you can give us a little bit more. I want, I, I don't want Drake to come out this year. I don't have no faith in that new album and I don't think he's going to switch up his flow, switch up all these love, lovey dovey songs. If it's not going to be about rap, then don't come out. Don't even waste my time. Don't waste our time. Because you are a good rapper. You're not that great of a singer. So, I, yeah, I'm done with Drake. Lil Durk. I need Lil Durk to go back to his roots. Give us that old school drill music. Yes, I know it's ignorant or whatever you want to call it. That's That was the great Lil Durk to me. I don't like this new Lil Durk. I don't know this little boy. That old Lil Durk, that's the one I like. And that's what I want. Pusha T. I don't want Pusha T doing that more, that dope talk. Like, you know, you you didn't you didn't you didn't change your life over, and you you doing all these things. You have other things to to rap about. Rap about that stuff. I don't want Black Hippie to go another year and not give us an album. I think that J Rock is J Rock is one of the most underrated MCs in the game. I, I my personal opinion, he's better than Kendrick Lamar. That's just me, and I believe he deserves to be heard, but. He gets overshadowed because of Kendrick Lamar. He gets overshadowed because of, you know, just being on the West Coast kind of can kind of overshadow him in some way. And I think it's a shame. But at the same time, that record label would do so much with a Black Hippie album that it would it would transcend things. It would it would say I, I, th I think a Black Hippie album could turn things around in in rap music today. That's just me. And I don't want to hear anything from Two Chains. I'm done. Like, I'm good. Like, Two Chains ain't never got to make another record, another song, another feature ever again in life. And I'd be good with that. And that's that's what I feel. Even the Two Chains after hearing his feature on your boy's album, you still don't want to hear no Two Chains? Which, which album? Two Chains was just on, um, was it Benny the Butcher or Conway the Machines album? He did a feature on one of those albums, and it was amazing. Yeah, but, I mean, but... I'm good. Like I'm like I'm, I'm legit. I'm good. I'm good on two. And, and I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, one of the things that now go ahead. Nah, he just need to stick to what he's doing right now on Vice and doing that show because him doing music ain't cutting out no more. It's more the same. It's like everything is the same. Like quarantine thick. Are you serious? Like, are you really serious though? Like, nah, I'm telling y'all the 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 feature he did showed the most growth. I'm pretty sure I talked about it in one of our last podcasts. He showed the most growth yeah. I've seen him ever. Why are y'all acting like Two Chains cannot rap? Y'all know Two Chains can rap. 
He's just got to be pushed to rap, and that's what I'm saying. On he that, on that, on either Benny the Butcher's album or Conway the Machine's album, he, is he showed challenged out. by other talented rappers that make him have to. He needs to get on some stuff that they. It's like okay, if I come out with that that BS, then they're not going to put put this feature on the final cut, like because no, he's been change, allowed to go on and put features that sound half okay instead of actually trying to rap. Like he know, like I just don't get it. It is what it is. If it, if we were in a different era, the era that he initially was in, they they would not tolerate this. That's what I'm saying. But he's he has songs with Q Tip. He 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 has songs with Q Tip. He re- if I'm not mistaken, he released some of that stuff, but he never promoted it, and that's a problem. I mean, that's what it, that's where this, the industry is. The industry wants to be right now. He wants to promote that instead of I'm I can rap. That's like right. He was when he like I've heard old two chains when he was old actual two chains is what it is, man. Rap is about the money. When you sign these three sixty deals, you got to make money. You can, they don't care if you rap, rap if you want to, but what? here, we're going to give you this what? algorithm of words that you need to say in the song to make people want to play the song. It's all about streaming. Two, it's all about the... Uh, two, chains, two Chains has made enough money where he can say anything he wants on a record. And if it doesn't sell, he can blame the label. But if he, if he, if he puts out an album and he promotes it like he promotes everything else, people will listen to it. Doesn't matter what he's saying on there. People will listen to him. You're probably right. You're probably right. I just again, I, I'm not gonna throw him to the wayside after that feature. If it wasn't for that, I, I I didn't like him doing his era. I didn't like him after his era. But when I heard him on that track featured, it was some of the best stuff. And then his Grammy performance last. I'm not sorry, not Grammy performance, but his BET um, uh, Hip Hop uh, um, Awards performance, I thought was worthwhile. He actually kept that alive because, you know, I was not I was not prepared to hear him actually spit real lyrics. And I knew him, not, not knew him personally, but I knew his music before he became 2 Chainz. you know, and his music was very different back then. But and, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're totally right. But I guess that's what I want, though. Like, I like, you know, I'm not saying that the booty music is is bad, but some people you see, they have more in them than than that. Like, I mean, what does it hurt? You could do two non-booty songs on the album. What is it going to hurt? That's true. But you got to get the record label to sign off on it. Therein lies the problem. Like Megan Thee Stallion, I know she has more in her than what she's putting on wax. But she still is a young enough artist that the record company's not going to okay two rapping songs on her album. They're going to make her keep putting out what she's putting out because that's what's selling. Or what's being streamed. And as long as it's being streamed and they're making money off of it, that's all that matters. But it's, it's, you can make the money. You, matter of fact, you make more money without the machine than you do with the big name labels. Oh, without a doubt. But these young artists don't understand that. It's going to take the success of uh, Oswan Benjamin. It's going to take the success of um, Toby and Wigway. It's going to take the success of um, Amazi. Uh, D Smoke, what you know, he signed to a, a, a fairly large label right now, but not one of the biggest labels. But in general, it's going to take their success in order for someone else to, that's already under a contract to say, "Hey, I'm I'm not going to do this." Like Drake, Drake should have been out of contracts when he when they, when he was let out of his 
um, young young money um, contract. He shouldn't have been trying to make another deal with another major. He had he's big enough that he can do his own thing and just do a distribution deal. He has that much power. He chose not to. What is he doing now? Is he not? They gave him a jet. No, he's selling. They gave him a whole plane. No, no, no. So uh, has artists that make him millions. But I'm so confused. He's still signed to a major. He's still signed to a major. Why? He has his. What major he signed with? He's a slave. He signed the Capitol Records. They paid off his contract and they paid off uh, Lil Wayne's contract. Really? Oh, so he's a slave to them. It's over. But every, he, every, he could every have dropped one more gets. album for Young Money and been out of the contract. Every percentage that you remember OBO that was a bidding war for Drake. They there was a bidding war for Drake. Yes, that's crazy. OVO isn't nothing. They're taking all that money from OVO. I thought Drake was getting that. Drake is no, Drake is no, getting no, no, a no, percentage. No. Drake is getting he's getting fifty percent of OVO. Uh, yes, Capital's getting twenty five. He's getting fifty percent of OVO, but. Drake is still Who else under. owns OVO other than? No, Capital. he owns OVO himself, but How does he, own, he but, is but OVO Records is owned. signed to Capital Records. Drake is Records. owned though. He's owned Drake. So whatever he has, wouldn't it? I mean, if Capital owns, then he they bought him out of his deals, meaning that we saved you. So now it that's like that's almost like wait, what happened with Death Row? That is almost like that, right? So Death Row had a distribution deal. I'm talking about for Tupac. What happened with Tupac? But they tried. They, it was. It wasn't like it wasn't the same as Drake. But Death they said we're gonna get you out of jail. Tupac you was originally come. signed to Priority Records under the Sony label. Mm-hmm. He fulfilled his contract with them, and then was signed to Death Row. Death Row had a contract for distribution with Sony. So there was no buyout or. If you if you if we do this for you, you gotta come work for us. That wasn't a thing. No, he went to Death Row because Suge got him out of prison. That's what I thought. He paid. He posted his bail. Well, anyways, hey, Drake is Drake is Drake. He a big guy. Big makes a lot of money, but uh, I didn't know he wasn't out of his contract. How much do y'all think Capital was making off of OVO? They get some of that, right? You don't make any deal with any artist or any label without your entrance being the first thing you think about. That's what record companies, record companies are in business to make money. So they don't sign deals with any artist or any label, minor label, unless they're going to make serious money. Well, we got to do some, we, I got to do my now research I see, on that. Now I see why The weekend left. He's on XL, right? With Nav. Right? Yeah. But yeah. mind you, remember, it was that one point in time. They was gonna join together, yeah. but now hearing this out now, that's probably thought, why. Wasn't Nav said, with OVO? Because Nav is from Toronto or from that area. Yes, those yes. are all connected. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure OVO. And I'm has sorry, I need to make artists. a correction, gentlemen. It's not um, Capital. It's Universal. Drake is signed oh. to Universal. OVO is signed to Universal, not See? Capital Records. Universal, Universal. Wow. But so, he's still signed so to a major. Fifty-fifty. Drake's getting fifty. Universal getting fit, right? Of OVO. No? Yeah. We don't know their stuff. We don't know their business. We in their business. But I'm just Drake, saying. Drake the artist. Drake but the they artist just said Universal be. owns OVO it's as shoes. well. But Drake Drake is not OVO. Drake owns OVO, but Drake is not an artist on. I know he's not an artist on OVO. He own, he made OVO. There would be no OVO without Drake, but I'm saying in like. It's his they, label in partnership with Universal. Okay. 
just just know he he may be getting a percentage, but he's keeping all that royalty. That royalty is gonna be for him no matter what. So yeah, they yeah. may be getting a cut, but royalty is gonna stay with Drake. I would we have to do some due diligence on that because That's most of saying. the time they Thank sign these three sixty deals and the record company gets usually gets the rights to all of the royalties for the first 10 years. That's usually what happens. Now, again, as powerful as Drake is as an artist, he may be, he may have been able to, he may have been able to make uh, a deal where they, he got his royalties up front or he can get his royalties from the beginning, but we would have to do some due diligence on that. I don't want to speak on some type of detail like that without us fully knowing it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. But hey, Universal or Cap, they own Drake. That is the point. Well, I'm in hopes that uh, being a part of this platform, you will do your due diligence and understand that there's only a handful of artists who are independent. Every other artist is on a major. Very few. The artists who are independent are doing well, but you have to put in work that other artists don't want to do. That's the beauty of it. You have to understand what business is about. Some people just want to be famous. Other people want to be rich. So if you give an artist an opportunity to have some money in their pocket and some chains on their neck, they'll sign over a lot of stuff to you. So please keep that in mind. Sounds good. All right. Well, I really appreciate everybody and the great conversation. Just want to say thank you to the fans and please follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram at Mix Era Rap Pod. That's Mix Era Rap Pod, and you can find us on Twitter at Mix Era Rap. We also want to say that if you want to com- communicate with us with questions or comments about the show or just show your support, you can email us at Under a Groove Network. Again, that's Under a Groove Network at gmail.com. And we'd like to say thank you all so much. Happy 2021. We out of here. Peace.